Life's funny, the way it throws stuff at you. Just when you think you've got it made and everything's just hunky-dory, something happens. The garage door falls off on your car, or your boss tells you you're being transferred to Detroit, or maybe your best friend is more fond of your girlfriend than you. It happens. You kind of have to roll with it. But all around the world, kids are dealt some pretty rough cards from time to time, and they can't just roll with it. Cancer doesn't just up and go away. Serious injuries don't just heal themselves. Fortunately, when things get serious for kids, there's a Children's Miracle Network hospital waiting to help, regardless of their family's financial situation. The third annual Extra Life 24-hour video game marathon provides direct support for the Children's Miracle Network Hospital in your town. And we need your help to ensure local kids have the best care and equipment standing by just in case life throws itself in harm's way. Visit extralife.sarcasticgamer.com now, sign up, and join the RP Gamer team and make a huge difference in your community on October 16th, the third annual Extra Life video game marathon from RP Gamer and our friends at Sarcastic Gamer. Thank you for your support. kids hello everybody welcome to rpg cast episode 145 for the week of september 18 2010 i'm your host chris privets here i'm here with my normal panel minus one plus one uh i've got uh, emmanuel marino hi hi uh anna marie newfield are you ever gonna not garble out my name like you're about to screw it up what Newfeld. Yeah. yeah, not not for a while. Okay. Then and I'm, I guess I'm going to be Anna Marie Neufeld till the end of time. Neufeld. Yes. I like that one. Neufeld. Neufeld. Sounds like uh, the professor dude on Simpsons. Um, Jonathan Yearworth, also joining us today. Uh, the guys on Backtrack tend, just tend to call me John Calendar. John Calendar. Better. Yeah. Your, John your, Calendar. One Yearworth. Yes. No, we'll call you Yearworth because that's like actually your name. But um, hi, you're British. Hi. Yes, I'm providing 100% of your recommended daily allowance of British. Yeah, we can't get <laughs> Leon for whatever reason, so we've got you. It's awesome. So we have to do the requisite. Tell us a bit about yourself and how you join the site. That's right. Better do that now. And this is where we pretend we care. <laughs> oh, <Eddie. laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, uh, I actually, um, I previously wrote for another website, the PAL Gaming Network, which is uh, run by a bunch of Australians who continually complain about how they get shipped out on release dates. On release dates. Um, uh, someone on our um, mammoth RPG thread pointed out that um, RP Gamer were looking for uh, people to write news for them. So I thought, hey, I could get back into doing that and applied and um, apparently, your HR guy thought I was good for the job. I don't know how the hell he thought I was that, but hey, it works. Well, he's had I a know. lot of health issues recently, so his. Oh, and you agreed to work for no money. No. Yeah, I agreed to work for no money, but there's nothing new there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ninety percent of video game journalism. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, coincidentally, I do actually. I am just about to enter the second year of a degree course in computer games design and business, so it, it does kind of tie in quite well. So we well. only get you for two more years, then you get a real job, huh? No. Yeah, then I go. Then I go out and work in the industry. <sighs> We're just a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay because right. now we're gonna get the big exclusives, right? <laughs> oh no, it just means I just get to shiv Australians out on release dates. Oh, <laughs> you get to do it yourself now. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I like that. You have to post this podcast and make them listen to it. <laughs> That's right. All right, well, we okay. got some feedback now. Uh, <laughs> last show, we didn't have any feedback because it was our PAX Roundup. I hope you listened to it. PAX uh, Roundup. We were very tired. It was late on Monday when we put that together, but I'm I'm hoping it was good. So I've got some feedback that's been uh, sitting in my inbox because nobody's sending me new feedback. So after this, I'm going to tell you guys how to do it, and you better do it or else I don't know what, but something. So... First letter from Jack Fox. Jack Fox. One of my favorite contributors. Had a question for the show. I was wondering what your favorite type of weapon to use in a game has been. Either generic like a sword or specific like the fusion cannon in Turok 1. My favorite weapon type is and always has been using a spear. Been leveling my character in Dragon Quest IX so he can be a spear user, which has become a huge pain in the tail because I now have to grind all over again. I agree. Turok 1 is like my favorite RPG of all time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the fusion cannon. Oh. 
think he just used that as a good example. I know, I know. All right, someone answer the question seriously. Favorite weapon to use? I usually like swords. Um, I'm trying to think of something more interesting I've actually used in an RPG, though. Your Most fists. characters are vanilla with swords. I mean, except for like Suikoden, mm-hmm. where everyone has like a really... Well, the main characters usually don't use swords and they use unique weapons. Like, or I can't really think of many games where... Like, I don't know, aside from like Oblivion or an MMO, where you actually get a lot of choice in the matter. Well, some of them have weird weapons that are designed such that you don't know how people can use them without killing themselves. Like a chain gun? Like a chain gun or something with lots of chains and circles and blades and they're swinging around. Or the gun blade that just would explode in your face, wouldn't it? That's right. Uh, uh, chainsaw scythe chucks or something. Yeah, sword chucks, yo. It's chainsaw sort of sword chucks? You just spoiled Gears of War 3 for me. That's the ending. <laughs> chainsaw sword, sword chucks? That'd be awesome. Manny, your mother is a classy lady. <laughs> so, <laughs> what, is, what about you, Did Anna? You just censored. Ridiculous. All right, yeah, so Anna, what about you? Uh, interesting weapons. So, Matthew in the chat room says Blitzball. <laughs> yeah, the Blitzballs were actually kind of cool. You're kicking the soccer ball in a dude's head. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was Waka that had those, right? Yeah. Waka Waka. Okay. Waka waka waka. Um, I really like. I always dig it when there's spoof weapons in a game. So, like, you can get uh, stuff in Dark Cloud where it's like golf clubs, and you can whack the crap out of guys with that. And Lunar has you know brooms and crap like that. Oh, I just, just I like. Yeah, I like. I like the silly weapons. They're, so, they're like my the favorite. stop sign in Persona Three. Oh, yeah, just- yeah. Like exactly. I mean, those are oh, definitely. Uh, my the- the joke weapons in Tales of Vesperia. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the Spanish Star ones. Uh, you, um, you can use, uh, what's it called? A Famitsu magazine as a shield. You can use a, a Pizza Hut box <laughs> oh, as, no. a, as a giant axe. <laughs> you can use a Fanta as grenades. What is this? <laughs> Excellent. Fancy Star Portable. And Fancy Star Portable. Very nice. Oh, we got a story Sanders on that later. <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty ridiculous. You know, there's actually like a pit stop. Like you can randomly run across um, a Kentucky Fried Chicken. And then that's where you can get your – or a Pizza Hut. And that's where you get your Pizza Hut axe. That's awful. Um, so Boiled in the chat room mentioned that he's he really digs like fist weapons. And I did too, particularly in World of Warcraft until they changed the way that a lot of the fist weapons work. So that was unfortunate. Oh, I know. Nobody uses love. them now. Um. Yeah, you get rogues every once in a while. But what used to happen is, is as a shaman, I used to be able to dual wield two spellcaster claws, and that was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then they made all of the spellcaster claws main hand only. Oh, that's too bad. And if you want to see something completely retarded looking, put a claw in one hand and a shield in the other. Yeah, I looked like a tool. Ah. Son of Philadelphia says Akiko's frying pan, which is from something. Yes. Fancy Star Online. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, um, I know a weapon I love in an RPG. Like yeah. one of my favorite RPG weapons was the the plasma gun from the Fallout from Fallout Three. Because mm-hmm. when you get a critical hit on them, everyone just turns to like a big pile of steaming green goo. Yeah, we we can't decide on one weapon. We just like everything that's interesting. That's right. Ringu. <laughs> as far as non-RPGs go, the uh, uh, favorite of mine would be the the, um, the good old flat cannon from the Unreal Tournament series. Just for the sound that it makes when you hit someone with it at point blank. You know, that sort of mush sound. <laughs> mush. I, I think Fallout weapons are probably the most satisfying because there are very few games like, like that you can hit someone with and just... And you get to watch in very slow, painful detail how their body just gets ripped apart or turned into ash or goo or... Something. It's terrible. I'm a sociopath now because of that game. <laughs> so the next I like the is... I like the hyper cannon in Dodon Pachi Resurrection on the iPhone. That's because it fills <laughs> up the games? entire screen. Man, I wish Marcus was here right now. <laughs> My... <laughs> you don't play games on that's for calling your grandma. I hate Marcus so much. I hope he disappears. The actor, not the Oh, wait. No, I mean the... <laughs> Never mind. So, so Chris, <laughs> how's the next feedback? 
That's from Ivan Real, and he said, I just wanted to say that this is a great podcast to listen to, and then I've actually gone back to listen to the past episodes since they are pretty funny. My favorite is episode 100 because of how Lucifer was overreacting. Well, if you've gone back to listen to episodes, you realize every episode Lucifer in, he's overreacting. But um, anyways, keep up the great work, and thanks for all the Pokemon content that you guys talk about. Well, you're welcome, Ivan. Thank you for the feedback. Uh, and that's it for feedback this week, because no, no one wrote us. So you need to write us in. You need to write in to us. Podcast at rpgamer.com. Send us an email. Podcast at rpgamer.com. Send us an MP3 file, and we'll play it on the air. Um, 608-729-4098 is our Google Voice number. You leave us a voicemail. Isn't that cool? It's technology. Um, we got no voicemails this week, um, but uh, yeah, you could you could Last leave us one. Last but not least, you can Board. go to rpgamer.com and That's check right. out the latest update section, and the RPG Cast thread will be there. No, just uh, go to rpgamer.com slash RPG Cast. Click the discuss link at the top for the current episode, and it'll take you right to the thread. You can do that too. Yeah. Otherwise, you have to navigate the forums, and who wants to do that? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sue me. I am mean. Deal with it. No, I mean, uh, sorry. Hi. We should talk about news. News sounds good. Da, 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 da. First story is being handled not by me, so this is your chance hey, to talk Quinn. about it. <laughs> this is all you, man. So we're we're making Quinn jump in f- uh, uh, feet first, no head first, because he's going to be our first story. Butt no, first. Uh, he's jumping in butt first. Yeah, there you go. Wiggle. Okay, I've just hit my head on the bottom. Uh, yes. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, Nippon Itchy's latest uh, development effort after, well, we've got another story for Disgaea 4 later, but hey. Um, Zetai Hero Project, Unlosing Ranger versus Dark Death Evil Man, um, now has a U.S. <laughs> what the hell release is date. this game? <laughs> well, it's hard to say. It, it, it's Basically, it's the Disgaea team's effort at a sort of highly customizable, randomly generated dungeon crawler that looks to keep all of the kind of zany humor that you'd come to expect from the Disgaea series. Oh, they um, announced this last year. Okay, I remember now. Yeah, it, it, got a, it got a bit of a name confusion between it uh, when it was translated. Um, and uh, if anything, the, the game starts with the previous Unlosing Ranger being hit by a car on the way to fight the final boss. And his <laughs> powers and abilities pass over to the random, weedy passerby that just happens to be walking past. That would be you, the main character. Yes. At which point you then must grind and grind and grind until, until you <laughs> defeat Dark until Death. Until you Evil get hit Man. by a car and pass it on to your successor. Yeah, that, that could great... probably happen too. Isn't that a great fate? <laughs> you don't even get a training montage. You've got to do it all yourself. Oh, no. Training Still, montage the, 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 nice. the, the trailer does promise a kind of well, wide and varied things that you just sort of bolt onto the side of yourself and then sort of performing experiments on yourself to boost your stats. It sounds interesting enough. <laughs> so, yeah, if you like Disgaea, this could be a good one. If you like dungeon crawling as well. I mean, if you like one. dungeon crawling. Well, what if you like tactical RPGs? Do we have anything out there for that? I think we do. Um, well, it, it, the, the gameplay itself seems more orientated towards like um, action um, than Disguise's oh, usual. Quinn really stuff. is new. He didn't, he didn't understand yeah. what I was doing there. That's called a segue, Quinn. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, Chris, what tactical RPGs are coming up? Valkyria Chronicles 3. How about that? So we talked about this a little bit on Monday. Valkyria Chronicles 3 was leaked out as uh, most likely going to be announced at TGS. And, you know, it was. And we were thinking, oh, it's going to be out for PS3. It's coming back to PS3. Yay. No, it's also going to be out on PSP. Which is good if you're Japanese. Great if you're Japanese and kind of sucks if you're American. But I don't know. Some people like playing these kind of I want games. Valkyria Chronicles on my PS3. I was never well, happy with the p- sequel being on PSP. Well, go to Japan, join Sega, and... Yeah. <laughs> well, my, my Valkyria Chronicles playing housemate doesn't mind that it's on PSP, provided there's um, improvements over the second one. Oh, well, it sounds like uh, there, will there will be. Yeah. Ah. Now that's a segue. See, he's good. He, he learns quick. <laughs> that, that was pretty good. Uh, so the, it will not be segmented into small missions like the second game was. The story progression will be more like the first games. Um, and I'm, I'm assuming that's a positive. I haven't played the second game yet. The battle system will also be undergoing some changes, including a renewed interface and more things to do during the action portion of battles. So 
maybe in addition to shooting your enemy, you can check your PSP and get a coffee. I don't know. I don't know. What More like I'm there. thinking like uh, maybe get intel or something. Oh, or okay. Lower raise bridges, like you know, buffs kind of... and debuffs or something, maybe. Or like nice. maybe like flood something so the battlefield changes. Oh. I kind of like. Yeah. That would work. Maps will be larger, have more varied designs. The units will be consolidated to focus on quality over quantity. So they added one unit type, and now they're going to consolidate them down? What does that mean? It just <laughs> means you can have that scout many rush to begin with. again. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have that many. Is that what you did in the first game, scout rushes? Well, it worked, doesn't it? I don't know. <laughs> I like to use all the characters. I wanted to use lots of snipers, but they didn't work well for me. Oh, oh, did anything else come out of TGS, Manny? Oh, yeah. We've um, got a bunch of stuff coming out of TGS. Well, I didn't ask you. I asked Manny. Yeah, but I'm hijacking because oh. he stole my story. Oh, who stole your story? Manny. So what? I'm going to talk about this. <laughs> so Anna, I heard some great things came out of TGS. Like, well, say, it's not necessarily it's... great, but we got like a little trickle from you know, Square you, Enix. Guys, guys, segues work better if you don't fight over them. Mine. <laughs> Not yours. <laughs> so you were saying? So we have a bunch of little tidbits from Square Enix. First one, third birthday, uh, Japanese release date, December 22nd. We now have some additional screenshots. Um, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, final mix. Um, very likely exclusive to Japan. Uh, it has the extra unlockables for the North American version, uh, a few more additions. All all of the additions we know about so far is an unlockable secret episode. So, Dissidia Duo Decim? Yeah, that's right, eh? Duo Decim. That's yes, what the guy in the trailer you. says. Duo Decim. Duo Decim. So, Dissidia Duo Decim. At TGS, right? Yeah. Or was it just what? before? No, okay. Yeah. Uh, it was before. It was announced before. Right. Okay. Final Mix so, and Dua Desham were known about like a week ago at least. Right. So um, adding to the list of characters that we know are coming is Tifa from Final Fantasy VII, uh, Lightning, who will now have an Aya Brea costume, so third birthday, and Cloud will have a Kingdom Hearts form. Why is Lightning doing cosplay? Because she's a hot chick and oh, okay. Maya's a hot it's chick. Cross promotion right. is all about hot chicks. Cloud cosplays as himself. <laughs> Lightning is Iabrea. What the heck? Yes. Proving once and for all that Cloud really is a selfish bastard. He's pretty narcissistic, isn't he? Yeah. But uh, last but not least, uh, the short trailers for Ajito 13 and Versus 13 at the conference. However, they were blacked out to the public. Yeah, that's normal. Um, they will have their own uh, conference for Fabula Nova Crystallis. Yeah, so on, on January, January 11th. 11th, 2011. Yeah, so they'll either show the trailers there or they will have leaked out through some sort of exclusive arrangement before then. Right. So likely Famitsu. Yeah. Maybe Cloud is cosplaying Zack. Like, Famitsu reports there is unlikely to be any news about either game until that date. And then the unwritten statement is, because we squared e- paid Square Enix to make sure that there isn't, you know? <laughs> okay, as long as I wasn't uh, the only one that picked up that subtle, like hammer. Okay. So, who wants to talk about From Software? From Software. Oh, me. me. That's right. Yes. <laughs> I need to write this Anyone? stuff down. Bueller? So we're trying this shared shared news system, which is obviously failing, but let me try this again. So, <laughs> But it's comedy gold. Ah, because Famitsu made sure to pay him off to make sure that there isn't any more news coming from them until then. However, we've got something coming from From Software. Ah, ha, ha. Was that better? No? I see what you did there. I tried. All right. So from software, the people made Demon Souls. You guys like that, right? We liked it so much we made it our game of the year, didn't we? Nobody knows. Uh-huh. Yeah, our game of the year <laughs> awards are really, really heralded in the industry. We can't even remember them ourselves. Hey, <laughs> they are. They talk to Alex. Hey, they go on packaging. <laughs> they go on packaging. On, uh, are they on the Demon Souls packaging? Uh, I don't know. We haven't seen the greatest hits packaging, but I know uh, they're on the. Aren't they? Isn't our award on the? the you just kind of jump. You jumped the story there. That's true. Demon Souls is getting a greatest hits release. It's going to be out right. for thirty bucks at some point. 
Wait, call me crazy, but weren't this, didn't we have a story not long ago about the servers shutting down? Like sometime in no, 20, about the servers main, being maintained. Mean. It was BL. Yeah, it was a story about them not being shut down. All right, at least yeah. until 2012. Yeah. Right, they've confirmed they're going to keep the servers open for at least two years. Uh, and probably and by that is then. In 2012, we're going to shut it down. It's in 2012, we'll reassess where we yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And probably by then, what we'll have is a new game from From Software called Project Dark, which was announced Ooh. at TGS this past dun, week. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 so <laughs> they have an official page in the English and Japanese view. You can go check it out at fromsoftware.jp slash game slash Project Dark and go see that we don't really know anything about it. Other than it's like it's from the team that made Demon Souls, so we are hoping it'll be another actiony RPG thing that's hard, but we don't know for sure. So we got to speculate. They say it's going to be action RPG. Okay. okay. So we jump um, back. To did you guys see the trailer yet? No. The trailer was just released this morning. Ha ha! Where do you find it? Uh, I can get you a link. You guys go on to the next story. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking. I want to know where our users are going to go. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. So, well, wh- we're gonna... what else was announced at TGS this week? You ask, and that's a good question because there was a steampunk RPG announced. Mm-hmm. So, for those of you that were fans of Shadow Hearts, Shadow Hearts Two, uh, the director is coming back. He's working with a little uh, development house called Hamster Games, and they are going to do a PSP RPG called Arms Heart. Is it going to have the hamster dance music in it? No. It technically has nothing to do with the Shadow Heart series, except for the fact that, you know, they share the same director slash story writer. So this is a very traditional RPG set in a dark steampunk fantasy world. Uh, Combat is turn-based, but there is some timing elements to it in a magic minigame. Um Character development isn't going to be the typical level system. It's going to be attached to what's called the cultivation system. Um, we don't have a ton of information about that yet. So the Arms Heart official page is up. Um, we have lots of screenshots, and there's more news on both pages. There's another game that's coming out recently that's uh, reviving an old series as far as the director and some of the staff goes. What was that? You don't remember. Nobody remembers. I remember this happening. It was another. Th- it was another series like this. Like, yeah, you know, we've got like a little bit of the the name in here, but it's it's a completely different series. Just has the same director. All right, okay. it seems to be a thing that's going on right now. Okay. What seems to be a thing? What I just said. Oh. <laughs> the idea that the the director and some of the old team members are kind of reviving series without reviving the series. All right. Like, this is the second one I've heard about. Like, just within the past month, we had stories on this. I can't remember. I'm all caught up. I'll have to figure it out. Ah, so what else we got coming out? New news from NIS. I found the trailer for you guys. Oh, what's the trailer link? How do we find that? It's, I sent it to you guys in the Skype conference. No, no. How can people at home find it easily? Oh, go to Where Joystick. Where go search? Okay. <laughs> go to Joystick and look Or they can go for... to tgs.gamespot.com. Okay. So it's up there. And uh, the the trailer is apparently Demon Souls-esque, says the joystick story. So look forward to more of that style of gameplay, apparently. So the world may be mended. All right. Speaking of mending the world, NIS America is making sure that we still get a chance to do that with Disgaea. Who's got the details on that? Yep. Uh, Disgaea has now upgraded to Disgaea 4. Um, and they finally made the sprites in high def which I think was something that people really wanted for Disgaea 3 that didn't happen. So yay, yay, we've got high-def sprites. Um, uh, We're currently looking at a summer 2011 release for Disgaea 4 in North America. Um, Japan, uh, lucky bastards, they are get it on February 24th next year. Hmm. Yay. February 24th. Hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. So I've got the trailer up here. Are sprites really that big, high-def? Uh, if you check the dis- if you check the discussion link for the story, there's a sprite comparison image posted oh. in the uh, forum topic. Oh, that's awesome! Our forum rocks. Uh, uh, yeah, I was the one who posted the image. Oh, you rock then. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, now the, uh, the, the so the latest Disguise um, appears to star a vampire as a main character, and is to do with the politics of hell. So not they exactly. They all have new to grounds. do with the po- politics of hell. <laughs> 
So, yeah, I'll say not exactly new ground for the uh, Disgaea series. But it does look like uh, they, they finally let you dual-wield weapons and also the ability to invade other people's item worlds as pirates mm. via the internet. Mysterious thing that it is. You can get a Woo. dog on your team in this one, it looks like. Mm. Yeah. What is... uh? Th- any? Uh, okay, there's jump roping apparently in this one, but is there any uh, actual indication that there'll be like changes to the gameplay? Uh, well, this guy has never been particularly big on changing the core parts of its right. gameplay. It's usually been uh, sort of minor sort of tweaking and adjustment over time. Like Disgaea 3, including that system where monsters can be turned into weapons, which it looks like they're expanding. Hmm. All right. I just want to jump in because I want to comment about... At one point, we added the fact that it was going to be released in summer 2011. Except Mac, like a goofball, typoed and put summer 2010. Mm. And so one of the posters posted the quote for summer 2010 and said, how did NIS get the ability to go back in time and where can I obtain it? Yeah. And Mac answers, Marty, it's your kids! <laughs> yes. Okay. And even better is you look at the post where it says, how did NIS get the ability to go back in time? Last edited by Mac Storm. Reason? Going back in time and fixing stupid errors. <laughs> I saw that. I loved it. That didn't work so well in the retelling. Just just well, go read our forums. But uh, the, the, Sir Edric uh, is correct, though. It does look like the um, character Axel from Disguise 2 will be making a rather prominent appearance in this one. So anyone who liked him, he's back. And NIS has confirmed a 2011 summer release. So Indeed. For, the, for North America. Sorry, should be clear on that. So yay, yeah, everybody. who knows when some um, plebs in Europe get it. Unfortunately, uh, if you've been looking forward to Two Worlds 2, you won't be seeing that as soon as you thought. That's going to be coming out, uh, been pushed back. So now October 5th in North America. Well, I didn't realize that was and out so soon. TBA in Europe. Yeah, to, to be announced in, yeah, no, no European date. I'm Sorry, worried about this game. You do not get the, the mediocrity that is Two Worlds flung this... upon. Shores. Well, the magic system looks really cool in this game, but it hmm, it looks so generic in some of the other aspects. I'm really hoping right, and I, I mean, didn't this is something. the problem that Two Worlds had: is what it did do good, it did freaking amazing, but everything else sort of ho humped. Hmm. Anyways, right. now that we're all depressed, now that we're all depressed. <laughs> oh, that's right. Axel was the rock star. I remember now. Anyways. Fantasy Star Online 2. Who's got some info on that? It's not Fantasy Um, Star Online 2. It's Fantasy Star Portable 2. Yeah, Fantasy Star Online 2 is a PC RPG that was announced at Tokyo Game Show. That's the story. It's not Portable 2. It's Online 2. Yeah, what happened? How come that was a news story? That's pretty big news, right? Fantasy Star Online 2 announced PC only? Yeah, it should be a news story. Apparently nobody cares about Fantasy Star Online 2 anymore. Online but we anymore. care about Fantasy Star Portable. I know. <laughs> which is arguably like much worse. I think the part that's killing it is it's PC only. Fantasy Star Online 2 announced PC only, coming out sometime in 2011. It's completely new work. It's a true successor to the steri- series, says Sakai, um, who's the, the series producer. We should be excited. But people are like, oh, it's only on the PC. What the heck? Yeah, but it was always like a console thing. Like everything that it did was very console oriented. Yeah, so it's like, hmm. why well, would you want to pay for like a, um, I don't know. I, I felt like it was the best you can get like on a console. Yeah, so that that's what I'm wondering too. This is such a console focused series. These these PSO PSO titles. Why would you try and transition it to PC? Um, the only answer I can come up with is if you're trying to you know make it more like an MMO model, but. It's not, I don't know. It'll fly maybe in Japan only, but here, just dead on the vine. Just because there's so many, yeah. How so many others. Wow, I don't know. But then there's always the argument that if an MMO has like at least a good three months or something, or like at least it can be successful for a year, it still makes some of its money back, right? PS- Enjoyed for a little while. Fancy Star Online 1 Episode 4 was also PC only. Yep, indeed it was. And, and as as Cavalier says, there was an episode four, and uh, that's kind of what we're worried about. Yeah, <laughs> Japan. It was uh, Japan only. It was the one oh. that came out after um, uh, so maybe, Fantasy Star Online Blue Burst, which I think was also one, only only PC. 
Uh, yeah. I think Blue Burst had a dual release or something. These things are so niche, though, aren't they? Uh, at this point, yeah, people have given up on it. People are were hoping that Fantasy Star Portable 2 would kind of revive that because it's got the online stuff. You should be happy. If you like PSO, you should be liking Fantasy Star Portable 2. Problem is, it's on the PSP. Nobody gives a crap. I don't know. It's maybe too little, too late. A lot of the cachets was killed with Fantasy Star Universe, maybe. Yeah, and I yeah I think it's kind of a dead series at this point. I don't know how they're going to get it back. Should come up with something new. I really from see that Fantasy team. Star Five. I, well, no, I think that team should do a new IP. Is what you should do. Just break break the line. Come up with something new to actually interest people. But yeah, it is true. They take everything they learned from the previous series and then they can apply it to something new. Yeah, it could, it could be sci. I mean, the good thing is if it's sci-fi, they can take a lot of what they learned and still not be t- t- held back by all the trappings and yeah. history and everything that's... Of course, it could suck too and then they'll blame the fact that they didn't use the Fancy Star Online name and who knows. Oh, game development. Yeah. Oh, game development. This next story makes me really oh, depressed but wait, for wait, game wait. development. Uh, we actually didn't talk about the story. Oh, what? What is Which the story? Which is apparently in Fancy Star Portable 2, there's going to be some like, major shilling going on. Well, that's the next story. Isn't that the same story? Which no, Fancy Star Online 2. But Fancy this next Star story is Fancy take. Star Portable 2. So Fancy Star Online 2 is coming out next year on the PC. Fancy Star Portable 2 is out like now or very soon to now. And you can play as a, a dead man in that game. Right. And what they're talking about here is uh, the Infinity version, which is the upgraded version of Fancy Star Portable 2 that they announced that will be coming out in Japan at some point. So in that version, they're going to add what, Manny? Who who gets to join your party? All right. So not only do you get a shill, but you get a dead shill. You get to play <laughs> as Colonel Sanders from well, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Well, he's the current mascot, so that makes sense. I don't know why people are pointing out that wasn't, he's dead. Wasn't that like, Orville Redenbacher? I'm going to add Orville Redenbacher in there now. I want the it's, Pepperidge Farms dude. Or the guys oh, who just, used to sell, like, uh, what's that called? Uh, my, oh, I forgot it. Barnell and James. Just, like it's like I'm just gonna name every old dead guy who used to sell products and just add him in the fantasy star at this point. Who cares? I'll it's, give me uh, Colonel Sanders guy. from Spaceballs instead. <laughs> Colonel Sa- yeah, Colonel Colonel Sanders was in um, Project Aco, like the anime. Project anything Colonel Sanders turns up in is awesome. And for some reason, they're kind of obsessed with him in Japan. Really, except actually- for the chicken, everything is awesome except the chicken. Okay, <laughs> you know. When I was in high school, I stole a ketchup dispenser from the local KFC. What an entire apparently RPG cast confessions now. <laughs> it was fun. I love that HBO series RPG cast confessions. It was great. I was such a delinquent. Okay, good for you. Um, what That's else? My contribution can... to the story. All right. I, and, know, uh, I kind of pooed all over it, but I, when I saw that, I was thinking like, what really? It's bizarre. Yeah, so the Pizza Hut shield and stuff was in the original one, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. And now this Infinity Ones is adding uh, Colonel Sanders. Uh, we need some good I feel like we should be more excited about it, but at the same time, I don't, I don't know. Then again, the Japanese have always had a great sense of camp. It's you know like what? Something needs to restore our faith in the gaming industry right now, and I think it's taking games that people kind of like and making them HD. Is anyone going to do that for us? Fine, fine. Great transition. Actually, yeah. Chris, yes. What? Or more Wait, accurately, what, 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 what is maybe. Manny complaining about? I was in the middle of this. Well, oh, what was your awesome point? Let's no, let's back the train up, everybody. Manny's gonna wow us. I was gonna something. segue into a story that's not on our list. Speaking of like uh, failed online games, you guys heard about APB? Yeah, the non yeah, MMORPG. Yeah, and what about it? What's the news? So HD games on the PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So APB, since you bring it up, it's not an MMORPG, so I didn't put it in here. But uh, APB from Real Time Worlds is uh, being shut down, even though they said like a month ago, "Don't worry, the game's not going anywhere." <laughs> it's like the quickest M- like uh, MMO to die. Was that? It's, yeah, I think you're right there. Uh, beats out Auto Assault by about. Does it? Does it beat Tabula Rasa? Yeah, Tabula, yeah, Rasa, Tabula Rasa, Rasa actually for stuck around for a depressing amount of time. <laughs> Ouch. Patch on the 15th, end of the era on the 16th. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. 
Um, so what's not ending is VanillaWare's titles on the PS3. So what are they doing? HD versions of uh, Muramasa and Odin Sphere. What's I'm guessing? Trophy support? No, and- this is rumor right now. Oh. Trophies, yo! So yeah, 1UP apparently has some sources in Japan that they talk to, which is probably people working on localizations or who knows what. And uh, they heard that uh, Muramasa the Demon Blade and Odin Sphere will probably be downloadable downloadable HD ports on Xbox Live Arcade or PSN. We don't know which. So it's a rumor still, but that's pretty cool. Right. Like, honestly, I think this, me and Lewis were discussing this on uh, on Facebook the other day, and I think this is really going to hinge on how well Shadow of the Colossus and Eco do. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why it, you would tie it to those two games. Those two games are different genre. Well, yes, but they're they're and doing they're being the released same on a disc, thing. so it's not even uh, comparable in any way. I know. Well, <laughs> from a marketing wait, wait, perspective, these, that's completely different. Are these is the rumor that these are going to be downloadable? Yeah. HD games. Yeah. Okay. Right. Like we're feeling wait, confident that they're going to get remade. It's just how, how big are these gonna files going to be? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. But Xbox big. Live Arcade games can be two gigs now. That's the current. Yeah, limit, they did up that. Um, and that'd be big enough to be, I think, work. I don't know. Maybe that's what they got to figure out, how to fit them on the service. You know what doesn't take a lot of room to fit on a service? What doesn't take a lot of room to fit on a service, Chris? Emotes. So it's like games are just adding emotes to themselves. I don't know what. <laughs> now, the worst part is they expect you to pay for them. What? You have to pay for emotes? Yep, uh, uh, NCSoft's latest uh, move at attempting to uh, charge people um, ludicrous um, sums of money, um, $8 actually, for a poultry, um, eight emotes, that's one Eight emote, emote. Per... that's a buck and a mode. <laughs> yep, one buck and emote. <laughs> right, you Is that all you I get mean, in that at package? At least when you got the crappy Michael Jackson dance in Ion, you got it just because you were subscribing. Yeah, no kidding. Awesome. You play this game regularly, right? Realty reward. Yes, I, I do play um, City of Heroes is my current MMO of choice. What about so City how, of Villains? Or is it the same how thing? integral are the same that's, oh. to the gameplay experience? Okay. Um, I, I, I was, I'm a member of um, City of Heroes' uh, City of Heroes role-playing community on the European servers. And to be brutally honest, not much. Not even to us. It's just, I personally feel as though the other one, the other, um, like, paid packs that they've released for City of Heroes have mostly been thing oh they've included emotes but they've also included things like costumes and whatnot. Uh this one just feels a little bit um cheap, you know, or you know, tacky. It's not worth the money. Really isn't. Good job, because I thought like if you I was thinking that at the very least if, if emotes are like huge in the community, it's how you guys really communicate with each other, maybe I could see some value in there. But if it's Nah, I don't personally don't feel as though it's worth right. the money. That's my recommendation, anyway. You can choose to ignore there you me. Go. And RPG stamp of approval. Yeah. Uh, something that used to have our stamp of approval was Pirates of the Burning Sea. Yeah, what happened with that, man? Well, the economy got hard to deal with, and the mission structure was boring. And I blame Obama. There was a lot of PvP that kept you from being able... They, they blockade the ports you need to go to for your quests. But they're going to do something to try and get you come back, Anna, aren't they? Yeah, so much like uh, D&D Online, Lords of the Rings Online, and uh, oh, they did it with another SOE title. EverQuest 2. Uh, EverQuest 2. <laughs> so uh, they, they're moving away from the subscription model, and they're going free-to-play. They haven't announced a specific date. They haven't announced specific prices for anything, but it is, quote-unquote, very close to starting the countdown. So I actually have a lifetime subscription to this. Not because I bought it, but because it was given to me. Um, so this isn't going to affect me personally. But Chris, you were subscribing to this. Yeah. So since you've stopped playing, there's been six major content overhauls and an expansion that has come out. Uh-huh. With another potential expansion in the future. Did they fix any of the problems I had with it? The honest question is, I don't know, because I haven't played it. So I was actually going to ask you, are you interested in trying it a second time after it goes free-to-play? Mildly. Okay. I like its ship combat 
But apparently right. I can go get better ship combat in like um, yeah. Empire Total War 2 or something like that. <laughs> Civ 5. Civ 5? Yeah. They have ship combat? Mm-hmm. Like where well, I get down to managing when to fire the cannons at what, uh, what angle? However, no, but the no, important <laughs> but, but Civ 5. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. The, the relevant thing that may be important to some players is this is going to um, support itself on microtransactions and advertisements. Woo, advertisements. Ooh, so okay, Colonel so Sanders is going to show up in my pirates. There you go. <laughs> yes. Now future. I'm in. If I get I Colonel agree. Sanders as my captain, I'm in on this game. I'm okay with I agree. I mean, I don't hey, want we should have Captain Clem Chowder. Clem Chowder, yes. Captain Crunch would be great. In Captain there. Oh, Crunch. And the, and the guy from the with the Yorvin's Fishy Man was it? The Yorvin's Fishy Man. I want. I want the the tuna, like uh, the guy on on tuna chicken. The sea tuna. No, wait, that's the girl. As long as it's dolphin safe. Yeah, dolphin safe tuna guy. I want to show up. I can craft for him. Is Colonel um, Sanders dolphin face? Dolphin. <laughs> yeah, he's rather so, dolphin safe. He's killing chickens. So. Uh, comment in the. In the chat room is Vanguard needs to go free to play, and honestly, I totally agree. I thought people I hated the game itself. Play, no, I would love to play Vanguard. I just can't throw down for it because the crafting system in Vanguard is incredibly amazing. Yeah, but the game apparently isn't. Well, no, not so much. <laughs> so why would you want to play with it just if it's free? Because the crafting system is really amazing, and I haven't really like. I really liked the crafting in EQ2, but I felt... No. You know what I think like, is wrong? I enough of it. Here's what I think is wrong. is like There's not some big RP Gamer contingent going and playing Lord of the Rings online. That's what I think is wrong. And you know, there's no excuse for this now that it's free. I wanted to play this game with people. No one wanted to play it with me. It's a decent game. It's a good game. It's set in Tolkien. It can nerd out in it. No one wants to play it. It's free now, people. We need to play this game. Lord of the Rings Online, it's free. It's out. You just download it. You play the damn thing. There you go. Let's do this. Game of the night? Game what? night? That should yeah, be. We'll I yeah, want to we'll show you all the joy of running around as a hobbit delivering right, pies. Right. There you go. Everyone, it's official. Chris is hosting this, get the next game night. Uh, I've been looking for a it. game for the next game night, and there you go. Chris is hosting it. I'm hosting it? No, I'm not hosting it. What do you mean? This is your idea. They, I can't host their servers. No, well, no, no. no, 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 no. You can be the one that greets the stuff. I'll post the story. I'll do everything. Yeah, yeah, that like, means you're not even going to show up is what that means. It means I have. I'm not buying Windows. Is what that? Means. I'm not buying Windows. <laughs> I like that. Got a point. I do have one serious question about the Burning Sea, though. What would um, you like to know? You said they're implementing ads. That means like pop-up banners. Are going to be billboard signs? There hasn't been any definition. Pizza yet. Hut logo on your ship sails. I'm just wondering, like, how <laughs> they integrate that because they couldn't integrate a natural again. It's not something that they've given a ton of detail about yet. Nah. I, I, I hope it's just shameless. I want a McDonald's logo on my uh, on my cannonball. <laughs> oh, give me a KFC logo on my tricon. I want, I want the cannonball flying at my opponent and it says, "Have you had your break today?" Smash. <laughs> yes. Any time, any time your cannon launches, you you get the little "Have you had your break today?" music instead of a boom. Dude, when you dock in the game, it could play the old spice. You know, if that whole yes! thing is- <laughs> We need the old spice guy. Ladies. I'm a pirate. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. Look at your ship. Now back at me. <laughs> now back at your ship. Now back at me. Yes. That'll be great. Sadly, your ship isn't as sexy as me. No. But it could be if you splash some Look old at your spice captain. Look at your avatar. Now look at me. <laughs> If no, you I'm buy not. our Old Spice sponsored avatar items, your captain could look just like me. Monocle smile. That'll work. All right, what, Manny? I, I can get behind this. Brilliant. You can, I think it's going to work. <laughs> we should pitch it I to him. Yeah. <laughs> like, like clever and funny product placement, I have no problem with. Like, uh, do you guys remember that old PS2 you know game? Which is like Diner Dash? podcast to, to Peter's when it goes up. Okay. We will see what he says. And uh, Diner Dash what? Oh, I'm just saying this old PS2 game that was like sort of like Diner Dash, except you work in the Yoshinoya. You were serving beef bowls to people. Ooh. It's just basically like a silly product placement game, but because it's I so clever. I think I ate at a Yoshinoya. That's good stuff. Yeah. I, I officially approve of Yoshinoya. I'm just saying, like, clever little product. I would love it. Old Spice game, I would play it. All right. 
Now you've got me wanting Japanese fast food. Thank you, Manny. They don't have any in Madison. This is going to ruin my entire day. They have all over the place. Not here. You only go there for like it's two in the morning and you're desperate for food. You know that 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 place that was right across from our hotel is awesome. That's where you should eat. Which one? Uh, Volcano? No, no, no. Um, it's just a rum. It's just a ramen house, like right across from the hotel we were at. Oh, the yellow, the yellow yeah, place. The yellow place. Yep, with yeah, the line. Yeah. You had a B. Yeah, apparently, on, yeah, it had a B health inspection, but it was fantastic. Yeah, there you go, kids. If you want to know where blink, the good blink, food blink, is, blink. Chris is the hot, and he knows the hottest places in LA. <laughs> Chris is like the Yelp pro. Yeah. All sorts in, of in other words, I open it yet. and say, oh, look, there's a place. Let's go there. It's yep. real hard. The Yelp Whisperer. The Yelp Whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you want to play old games on your PS3, it's like you need to be a PS3 Whisperer. So Sony might be looking at doing something new with that. I'm intrigued. So what you're saying is your story, they isn't it? <laughs> Oh, tell us, tell us more. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> I will tell you more. All right. So apparently uh, Spencer, our favorite dude over at Silicon Era, has uncovered a patent filing where... Uh, well, he didn't uncover it. Japanese message boards uncovered it. And then he just verified it. It was in the Japanese patent database. So what's it do? All right. <laughs> Manny, you here? We lost him. Oh, we we did lose him. Sweet. Oh, <laughs> we literally man. lost him off the Skype call. I'm like, oh, he's just playing. No, no, we lost him. Come back uh, to us, uh, man. say new new generation to previous generation console adapter. Yes. Wow, we, so, we lost um, him hard. All right. So yeah, let's uh, let's let's go ahead and say that it's going to be a little adapter you'd buy and attach to your PS3 to play older games. It doesn't say what sort of games though, does it? Uh, no, it doesn't. So in theory, maybe it'll play PS2 games, like a little adapter to play your PS2 games on it. So oh, a... thanks, a, thanks a bunch, Sony. You've made my Japanese PS2 completely irrelevant with the invention of one simple device. Damn. Why? They're still region locked. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> well, Japanese PS2 know. is a great thing to have. Lots the PS3 isn't region locked, though. Ah, uh, okay. Good old, good old PS3 and non-region lock. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was true. All right. For everything? Um, well, if if it isn't true, um, I must have done something really weird to get Tales of Hesperia working on it. <laughs> no, it must be. That's awesome. They should, more people should do that. But I wonder how that'll work for something like this, then. Is it going to respect the region locks? Do you have to buy separate ones? This would be so much easier if I could just buy two of these and attach them to my PS3, one for English, one for Japanese. Oh, that'd be so great. Anyway, this is just a patent filing, so... Uh, Something to keep in mind whenever you talk about a patent filing. This may never, ever, ever exist. Please do not count on this ever coming out. It's people file patents uh, ahead of time, well ahead of time, because it takes forever to fi- to get them approved, and then they may or may not decide to do anything with the thing they filed the patent for. But if it's cool, that's a pretty awesome, awesome thing. Would you buy one of these? Maybe. If you already had a PS2, would you buy one of these is my question. So, yeah, great story, huh? Yeah, uh, well, if, well if Manny, we're broke. wondering, we're wondering if you would buy one of these. I'd totally buy it. You would, okay, even if you have a working PS2. <laughs> no, actually, I wouldn't. My my, P- I, I saved my sixty dollars PS3. Okay, what I'm wondering is if they had like, uh, if if the region lock was just on the little device itself, and I could import one of these from Japan and one of these from America, and being able to play import games. I just have two of these little things sitting on each other that saved me some space. I will say, though, that I'm a little disappointed because I was explaining this article in great detail, and then I realized, oh, wait, I'm not <laughs> You're not the internet. <laughs> so that's, that's great. Uh, How much did a, you guys hear before I get cut off? We got, got cut it off. We got it all. We, well, no, from you, not, not much. Okay. You got cut off when I said that uh, Spencer found it on a message board. Oh. Yeah, that... So a I was talking for like ten, a good ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Ouch. But that's okay. Uh, like I said, patent might never come to be. I think it's pretty cool. Um, if I could actually buy the Japanese one and make it work on my US one, I'd buy that. That'd be so awesome. Otherwise, but I have one question though. It just seems like it's. It basically seems like why can't you just make a little PS2 that's just that big? 
Um, I thought they almost did, huh? No, it just it just seems like what, the only thing that would like really adds to or like contributes to it being a P, on a PS3 is the fact that you can use wireless controllers, right? Oh, Quinn, can you uh, can you uh, check what's going on with your microphone? Got a lot oh. of noise coming off of it again. Sorry, right. uh, stray cable. Stray cable. All right. Because I'm thinking this thing wouldn't be cheap, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, why don't I just make like a little sort of like they have the Apple TV? Why don't you make a, like a little PS2 box? Ah. And then you can like connect your controller to your PS. They already have all the hooks in there for like wireless controllers and everything. It's like a little small box, like hundred bucks or less. Just connect them to your in your couch, slide in a little DVD. Okay. Well, I think that. I think the advantage here would be that this could use your. I think that's that. I think the wireless controller thing is like one of the big advantages. Yeah. Hmm. Because there aren't. You got a lot of noise coming off that mic again, John. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mute button. <laughs> yeah, you might want to mute it while you fix it. All right. Yeah. Um, then. Uh, yeah, I think I think that would be like a little. If it like just slid under it or something, and it's like. I, uh, dude, it's like going back to the um, to the PC Engine stuff where you just stuck things together, right? I don't know. Sega CD was a pretty big failure. So it's 32X. <laughs> dude, that'd be sweet. <laughs> it's like it's going back to that age. I love that age. I agree. Every, every, like all of them sucked. <laughs> it's just like a $50 little drive that you could... But then again, it's, it's kind of bizarre because uh, they stopped making... Well, most... There aren't any really notable PS2 games anymore, and they stop no. making all the ones that we care about. Like those are out of production. And yeah, it doesn't seem time. much more likely for them to just start repackaging them and offering them for download. Yeah, it, it would seem like they'd probably make more money. They would have to make any yep. physical products. Mm-hmm. It'll still take development work, but uh, yeah. Oh well. Well, that's it I for d- news. Oh, I was going to say on this note because you did mention that you want to play import games. Did you see that? Uh, yeah. That the PS Classic session is going to get imports? No. I didn't see I, that. I don't know if it's only for PlayStation Plus subscribers, but uh, on the PlayStation blog... Hey, that hey, hey. It, I'm a PlayStation Plus subscriber. There you go. Well, you'll have to let me know, but I do know that there's going to be some play, uh, PS Classics. I don't know if it's just going to be like games that have minimal text or it's going to be full-on like big Japanese RPGs like Front Mission. With All I want... Jap- well, I don't want um, Japanese RPGs because they're not going to be translated. But what I do want is like import shmups because you don't need to speak Japanese for those. Those are easy imports. And then you um, can creep Michael out with your goth lollies. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a US release, Death Smiles is. Oh, my that, bad. That was translated by Axis. Oh, right. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. Um, no, but I could I could look for copies of games like Incredible Crisis, and um, actually that came out here, so I don't know what I would look for. Weird, uh, weird. You know what they need to they need to offer is Vib Ribbon available for download on the PlayStation Classic Store? Uh, that one I think is That'd too cool awesome. to be on our PlayStation. <laughs> too cool. We don't have right. that. We don't have that. All right. <laughs> All right. That's too bad. Like, is it the game you actually care about? Bust a no, Groove. No. The Japanese version would be nice. Had better music. Oh, oh! Here, here are the PS1 imports: Gal Seed and Choaniki. Oh, I can already get Choaniki on a Wii. Oh, Gala Seed, excuse me. Gala Seed. No, Gaia Seed. Gaia Seed. I think that's a shooter too, isn't it? Yeah, they are both shooters. Yeah. Where did? Uh, so this was announced as part of the. It's going to come out or what? Oh, I just gave you a link. Yeah, for official PlayStation blog coming to PlayStation Plus, Zen Ball, Early Access to Swords and Soldiers, Red Faction, blah blah blah. And some discounts for some PS1 imports. Okay. Well, that's pretty sweet. Um, sorry. I'm looking this up now. Discounted PS1. So, oh, they already been out then. Cause they're just I think they're going to release more, though, because they straight up say imports will not be localized. I need to pick these up. Yes. Sweet. Okay, sorry. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I just hope they start releasing some RPGs now, because if they're just straight up saying, we're not going to import this, I mean, we're not going to localize this, don't even bother asking us. I don't mind picking up a few of their old games. You know what's really hard to try and do? Navigate the Japanese PlayStation Network store uh, on your American, well, just navigate it at all without speaking Japanese. It's a very text-heavy store, and <laughs> you think you just go through the game logos and stuff. No, there's a lot of stuff that's just text. Very, very, very hard. And you need to buy special Japanese point cards in order to spend points on that store. 
Oh, that was like the biggest problem I had with using it. Yeah. Very <laughs> Buying nice. the well, one one thousand yen of point cards uh, was pretty damn expensive. I seem to recall. Yeah, you got to find a uh, an importer who's not trying to get a big markup on it. Yeah. Hmm. You, you know, they're they're rare, but they're there. Yeah. Um, I just can't remember for the life of me where I got my previous ones, so I could buy all the um, DLC for Disgaea Two a while back. Um, Wait, you bought the Japanese DLC for Disgaea Two? Uh, I bought the Japanese Wait, version. Wait, Disgaea of... Three? You mean? No, just I'm talking about Disgaea Two PSP. Oh. Um, I bought the Japanese version before um, NIS America announced they were porting the um, PSP remake to America, and thus localizing it. Mm. Um, I got a bit impatient, so I just imported it straight for off. For a game you could have just bought on your PS2. Uh, the P- the PSP version contains numerous additions that I kind of really quite like, actually. Are they actually worth playing it instead? Um, well, since you can now buy a localized version of it, um, yes, I, I, I would highly recommend it. Hmm. Okay, then. Uh, it does include things like um, it ports across a couple of uh, mechanics from Disguise 3. You can now magic change in Disguise 2. Um, and also has uh, the four-chapter Axel mode, where you get to play as the lovable dark hero. Hmm. So. And there you go, John has just proved his RPG cred. Yeah, he has. I've got to sell my PS2 copy and buy a PSP copy, apparently. Problem is, I don't like playing on my PSP. Hmm. You you know, you could just buy those cables that let you hook it up to a TV. I have those cables. What I need so, is a Go so I can use a PlayStation 3 controller. Oh, I need to charge my Go before the battery dies out completely. Okay. I think that's I'm the biggest problem I have with you. my PSP is reminding, remembering to charge the battery. Um, so, any picks? That's, a, that's what it's time for. Picks of the week. You got anything for us, Manny? Um, <laughs> nothing that you guys care about. I've just been oh. playing some Halo Reach. Halo Reach. I want to have a complaint. Okay. Uh, uh, an avoid? Well, do we have an actual avoid? No. Oh, I'm well, we'd have an avoid. sort of. Hang on. So, uh, Alawar, and you can roll your eyes now, Chris. Alawar has another hidden object game coming out. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's called Twisted Land Shadow Town. Mm-hmm. And... It's good so far. It's creepy. Like, I play it with the lights off, and it's suitably atmospheric, and I have to pull a blanket around me. And I was dot-de-doting along in the game, and then I got to a puzzle where you have to move pieces into the correct location. They are red and green. So you're complaining that you're playing a hidden object game, and it's not colorblind supporting. Yeah. Correct. Wow. I have to move pieces, and I cannot. I just can't decipher where these pieces are going to go. The good news is, is I have the collector's edition, which anytime you get stuck, you can pull up a little guide that has videos, and the videos will show you what you need to do. Wait, so the collector's edition lets you cheat the whole game? Correct. <laughs> it's Did you it get cost stuck. you a I lot mean, more to get this? No, I got it for free. It's a review copy. Who's giving you review copies of hidden object games? Nice people. You don't review them. I talk about them on the podcast. What are you? Are you side? Are you money? Uh, uh, are you moonlighting for hiddenobjectgamer.com? No. <laughs> Hogamer.com? I, I have a PR contact that I chat with about RPGs, and every once in a while she's like, I have an all of our game. Do you want it? Because I know you like hidden object games. And I'm like, yes, please. You're just like Jeff Green PopCap. Aww. You know the Jeff Green PopCap picture? Chris. I don't think she saw it, but yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, There's this great picture of Jeff Green who just joined PopCap Games, which is a casual game, and they gave him a bag full of stuff when he started, including a Plants vs. Zombie-themed Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. And so he's got a picture of himself on the floor with a bunch of chuzzles covering him. He's reading a PopCap catalog. He's got uh, the bookworm. He's got all the DS games on the floor. <laughs> He's got he's a pop cap zombie. Sweater. He's got a pop cap hoodie sweater thing on, and he's got this big ass smile on his face. And he's like, and he says, uh, "What does he basically say?" He's like, "You know, just because I'm working at Blizzard does not mean I'll become a corporate shill ever, <laughs> ever, or something <laughs> like that." A total corporate shill. It's awesome. 
So I expect to see you do that with hidden object games, all right? <laughs> yeah, except for the fact that every time I talk about a hidden object game, you think I'm talking about an H game. <laughs> that's something else. <laughs> that's that's quite something different. Different. Wrong H, H Chris. Wrong H. What H. do you speak of? <laughs> no, we're uh, no. We'll tell you when you're older, <laughs> we'll Manny. We'll tell you when you're older, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a pick for you this week. It's this, as the camera can see. Um, it's my new graphics card that I picked up to help support uh, Final Fantasy XIV that's coming out next week. Um, it's the GTX 460 from EVGA. or Well, I guess it's from... Well, Nvidia. I didn't know 14 was so graphic intensive you need to upgrade your graphics card. Uh, yeah, it is, actually. <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> and actually, this card is probably not going to be enough. I'm also going to need to do a total PC overhaul at some point and maybe buy a second card and go SLI because this ch- client chugs right now. But I'm Dude, hoping this will help go enough. Play wow or something. <laughs> oh, this is going to really make wow fly. <laughs> yeah, I just recently completed a new PC build myself. Um, so, yeah, 14 does look extremely pretty. Yeah, it's extremely beautiful, and I want to turn up all those settings, and um, eventually I might get there. <laughs> Although I went I would, I would with ATI with my card, so... Yeah, the 460s are so cheap right now. It's it's hard for me to go with the ATI, but uh, uh, I have a 5850. So yep, that's a, good times. That's expensive. Yeah, so, it's the yeah. most expensive part in the computer. But hey, it was my birthday. You should get the the uh, what's the what's the current the 5970? I think is the new hotness, but they're only like six hundred dollars. Happy belated birthday, Quinn. Yeah. Oh, this this was back in August. This was exactly oh. a month ago. Happy very belated Fine. birthday. Yeah, there you go. Oh, man, just take the compliment. I know. Yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, so that's my pick um, because all I played this week was Final Fantasy XIV. Hey, and... Quinn, what did you play? Uh, what have I been playing? Actually, I went out as um, if you may have heard before the stream went live. Um, uh, I went out and picked up Mass Effect Two today. Um, so I'm behind the bandwagon on everybody else by about seven months or so. But if that's you enjoyed okay. The... If you enjoyed the first one, go buy it now. That means Sir? that our pick for that should be the new content that just came out. Indeed. The Shadowbroker uh, thing. Yep. Layer of the Shadow Broker. Which apparently uh, is must play. Yeah, like this is like the one piece of DLC that like directly ties into Mass Effect 3 or like carries over what you do into Mass Effect 3. Nice. Not to mention it brings Liara back. Liara is awesome. Oh, and I hear that you get even more val I mean even more like a uh, more mental stimulation. I was going to say you get even more value, but I guess it's just more like pleasure if you read the the prequel comic, uh, Redemption, Mass Effect Redemption. Is it called? I only know there's a prequel comic that dire- that stars Liara, uh, Liara, and I guess the comic goes directly into the DLC. Hmm. And I lost my internet connection again. <laughs> no, no, you're here. No, I hear you. <laughs> oh dear I just told Lee that Quinn was on the podcast with me and he started QQing because hmm? I, I told I told Lee that you were our replacement Brit for him oh you didn't have to break you didn't have to you know break the news just like that it's okay it's my <laughs> anyways carry on <laughs> all right yeah. So, that's, who, that's who is there anybody that hasn't picked or avoided a game? Quinn. You guys don't want to no. hear about Reach. No, no. no. Did fourteen and Mass Effect. Mass Effect two. No, that's yeah, right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So, no, I think oh. we're good. Yeah. I think wow. it's. I think it's time for me to go play with my graphics card. Ooh. That may or may not have been sold to me by a seller that stole the. Uh, they stole they fell the, off the truck. No, what they did, they they took the um, the UPC off the box already. <gasps> oh. So I need to figure out what's going on with that. I may need to return this. Your graphics card fell off the bu- fell off the truck, basically, right? Yeah, it may have. Intent. Yeah. Hmm. I get to leave him negative feedback on Amazon. That'll be fun. <laughs> but first, I gotta see if I'm not gonna have warranty support. So. Hmm. Oh, well. You think he just might have just bought it and got like a, a rebate on it and then no. sold you? He replaced it with his own custom UPC. Mm. Yeah, so he yeah he's he he's claimed some sort of rebate. Yeah, they sent in the the, the UPC and got a bunch of rebates and now they're and he got it boxes. really cheap and then he sold you retail price. Yeah, 
which is fine because the retail price was competitive, but um, yeah, kind of scummy. So he'll be getting negative feedback for that. As long as I can get warranty support, I don't care, but that's... That's something that you guys at home don't care about. So thank you for listening to the show. I'd love you to give us some feedback at podcast.rpgamer.com or on the message boards, rpgamer.com slash rpgcast. Click on the discuss link. Send us a phone call, 708-729-4098. We'd love to hear you here. Um, and you can also, when we're streaming live, which is like 9 a.m. Pacific or noon Eastern every Saturday, come into our chat room at Pound RP Gamer on Espernet or uh, go to uh, just go to rpgamer.com slash live. You can watch the video stream and you have a chat room box right at the bottom. It's awesome. We'd love to hear hear you and talk to talk to you in the chat room so we can see people like stage and boiled and quinn oh wait you're on the show quinn what are you doing in the chat room um and pause wait she's also on the show and and cavalier there we go yeah so we love to talk to you on the show and read your comments live and we love your participation um i'm hoping that uh badger lord or uh our bat uh what's what's his name jack fox no g-dog tuck um, might All be right. sending me in some more music because we've been loving to share that on the show. Yeah! Been, music haven't done that for the past few weeks. So. Music please. And one more call I want to put out there. If Jesse and James are still listening, they did a nice Pokemon, a couple good Pokemon sketches for us a while back, Team Rocket sketches, please send us some more. We miss those. Um, especially as uh, we get more and more uh, info on black and white. It'd be really nice to do that. So, yeah. Uh, and I think that's it. So, oh, hey, Sir Erdrich, you did some contributing too. Thank you. All right, that's it for our show. Thanks for listening. We'll be back here next week. Until then, go check out our YouTube channel, rpgamer.com slash... No, youtube.com slash rpgamer.com, where D-O-T-com is spelled out. And uh, also all our TGS stories that are up. There's a lot of trailers and stuff that we didn't cover on the show because it's audio and I can't kind of make you watch it. So go check those out at our site, and we'll have more news for you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Later. Bye-bye.